You're listening to Mandarin from the Ground Up, where we learn to speak Mandarin by speaking Mandarin. This is the first episode of Season 2, and it is August 1st, 2021. Language is music. Right before I started learning Mandarin, I had an experience that taught me how languages connect people through music. I was 20, and I was lucky enough to have the chance to study abroad in Europe that summer. Before my program started, I went to Italy by myself to travel for a few days. I didn't speak Italian, and this was way before Google Translate, so all I had was a pocket phrasebook. An exchange often went like this. I would say a phrase from the phrasebook, and I would say it quietly, afraid the other person was going to laugh at me. The other person would repeat what I said to make sure they'd heard me right. I would see that they weren't laughing at me, and since I wanted to make sure I said it right, I would try to repeat the phrase and say it just the way they had said it, using the same pitch, the same intonation, even the same facial expressions and hand gestures. Then they would get a look in their eyes like I had just performed a miracle, and sometimes they'd reply in a rapid stream of Italian, which, of course, I had no chance of following. This showed me that trying to speak with the same prosody and music as the people I met didn't produce laughter or ridicule, as I was afraid it might. It actually made them want to talk to me more. I sort of felt like they saw me as one of them, and the more they did, the more I saw myself the same way. We often give ourselves pressure to study a language to a certain level before we start to speak it. But I learned on this trip that communication is possible, even with just a few words. And when spoken in tune, so to speak, even just a few words can produce a lot of goodwill. Here was someone, they seemed to be saying, who was really trying to sound like them, who treated their language with respect. They weren't concerned about my vocabulary or lack of it, and sometimes someone would even take it upon themselves to teach me the words they thought I needed to know. Speaking a language, it seemed to me then, is more of an attitude than a technical skill. Having a conversation in a language you've just started to learn is like joining a music jam on an instrument you just started to learn how to play. Even if you can't play, even if your whole contribution is just to play one note, if you play it on the beat, if you're listening to the other players, then you'll be appreciated a lot more and sound a lot better than someone who tries to show off their skills but doesn't listen. I was only in Italy for a few days, and the little Italian I picked up there faded pretty quickly. But when I got back to the States and decided to start learning Mandarin Chinese, I knew I wanted to treat it like music. I wish I could say that my experience in Italy taught me all I needed to know about learning languages, and that learning Chinese was smooth sailing after that. Unfortunately, it wasn't so easy. I still took a lot of wrong turns. I wasted time on things that didn't help. I drove myself crazy doing drills that didn't get me anywhere. I even took a trip to China, during which my Mandarin probably got worse, not better. There were times when I thought I didn't have it in me to learn Chinese at all. The big breakthrough finally came when I started to meet people and make friends with people who saw me as a Mandarin speaker and encouraged me to see myself in the same way. This process taught me that learning a language is the journey of a lifetime. Every language you learn 
becomes a part of you. It's a little too easy to get fixated on what methods are most efficient, but really what matters is what drives you to keep going. In terms of methods, the most important question I learned to ask myself is this. How can I make it easy to live at least part of my life in Mandarin? How can I make it easy to keep practicing? I started Mandarin from the ground up last year as an experiment. It was at the beginning of the pandemic. I was living in a tiny studio apartment in Taipei and teaching Mandarin to a friend in the U.S. via Skype. From day one, we spoke 95% Chinese, and it was rewarding for me to see her speaking ability take off in a short time. This got me thinking about how I might help more people learn in a similar way. Maybe I could make a podcast that would have helped me back when I was starting out. I still didn't know if the podcast would resonate with anyone, and so I just made 16 lessons and stopped. I focused on other projects, practiced other languages. I didn't do any promotion aside from a few posts on Reddit. I thought that would probably be the end of the project. If a few people found it and liked it, that would be enough. Time passed, and then I got a few emails from people who found Mandarin from the ground up useful and encouraging. Wow, I thought, maybe there really are some people out there who feel that language learning can be an intuitive process, that language is about connecting with other people. This podcast is for anyone who wants to start being capable of basic communication in Mandarin Chinese. How far you take it from there and how much time you dedicate to learning Mandarin are completely up to you. But my goal is to help you at least be able to experience one thing. Connecting and communicating with someone in Chinese. Experiencing that moment when a desire to communicate emerges from your mouth as a word or phrase of Mandarin Chinese, and then seeing the recognition in the eyes of the other person when they understand what you said. If I can give you the tools to accomplish that, then I'll have done my job. This is the second season of Mandarin from the Ground Up, so if you're brand new, I'd recommend going back and starting from season one. But if you already speak a little basic Chinese, feel free to keep listening. Okay, let's actually get started practicing Mandarin Chinese. You're listening to Mandarin from the Ground Up. I'm Isaac Myers. This is season two, episode one. 我们回来了。小李,你回来了。阿明。好久不见。真的好久不见。你最喜欢的锅贴。Okay, now I'm going to repeat the dialogue slowly, and I would like you to repeat after me out loud, even if you don't understand everything or even anything. This is to get you to actively listen to the sounds. Ready? Here we go. 小李,你回来了。阿明,好久不见。真的好久不见。
美国还好吗？美国很好啊，但我还是很开心回到台湾。我也很开心看到你。谢谢你来接我。不客气，小事情，还是很谢谢你呀、啊。你在飞机上有吃东西吗？没有哎、欸，我都在睡觉。你饿了吗？有一点饿，你看我买什么给你？你最喜欢的锅贴？哇，真的假的？阿明，你好贴心。还好啦，赶快吃。Let's go over some of the important words and phrases in this dialogue. We go through this vocab not so that we can get in the habit of translating each word into English. But hopefully, when you hear a word translated, you start to picture it somehow in your mind. You picture some action happening, maybe something from the dialogue, maybe somebody doing some action, and you learn to connect the Mandarin to the picture. The first one is "hui," which is to return, and then there's another one "lai," which is to come. So, what do you think "hui lai" means? To come back. 回来 The next one, 还好 is kind of like something is all right. It's okay, not great. 还好 So 你还好吗 means what? Are you all right? 你还好吗 So what does this mean? 我还好啊 I'm all right. 我还好啊 How about 还好啦 This is an expression that's sort of like not really, not such a big deal. It's all right. 还好啦 It's often used to express modesty. If somebody compliments you, you can say 还好啦还是 There's that 还 again, which has a sense of something still being the case. So 还是 has several meanings. But the one we're focusing on here is something is still the case. 我还是很开心 I'm still happy about something. 我还是很开心 What about 还是很谢谢你 Still thanks. 还是很谢谢你 I'm still very thankful. 还是很谢谢你 So so far we've got 回 to return. Lai come or hui lai come back, hai hao, not really. It's all right. 
还是 still. The next word is 到 which has the sense of arriving. So, what do you think 回到 means? It's like you returned somewhere and you arrived there. What about 我们到了 We've arrived. We're here. 我们到了我看到你 I see you. 我看到你我买到了 I was able to buy it. I actually bought it. 我买到了 You could also just say 我买了 to be like I bought something. But 我买到了 emphasizes that you. We're able to achieve this act of buying. Maybe there was a question of whether you could buy it or not, and you did. So, 我买到了 Okay, next is 飞机 an airplane, and 上上 is on something or up. 上 actually has a lot of meanings. It can also mean the last of something, but in this case, we're talking about to be on something. So, 飞机上 is to be on the plane. So, 你在飞机上做什么 What did you do on the plane? 你在飞机上做什么 What about 车上 In the car, 车上路上 On the road, 路上 And the next one is 都在 Something is happening continuously. So in the dialogue. Xiao Li is saying, "I'm still sleeping on the plane. He was sleeping the whole way. I'm still sleeping." Or, "You're always eating. You're always eating." Next one is 贴心贴心 is considerate. So, 你好贴心 means you're so considerate. 你好贴心 What about 你最贴心 You're the most considerate. 你最贴心 How about 你真贴心 You're really considerate. 你真贴心 Next word, 赶快赶快 is like hurry up and do something. So 赶快吃 hurry up and eat. 赶快吃赶快去 hurry up and go. 赶快去赶快来 hurry up and come. 赶快来赶快买 hurry up and buy. The last two are four character expressions that you hear a lot. 好久不见 literally is long time no see. 好久不见 and the next one is especially common in Taiwan. 真的假的 just used to express extreme disbelief or surprise. 假的 is fake, so it's like saying real or fake. 真的假的 We're not going to translate the whole dialogue today. Instead of trying to learn the whole thing at once, today I'd like you to spend more time with the sounds. Also, I want you to focus on seeing how many of the words or phrases we just learned you can pick out when listening to the dialogue again. After listening, see if you were able to infer anything about what's happening in the dialogue, what the two characters are saying or doing, and where it's taking place, just based on context and guesswork. 小李，你回来了。阿明，好久不见，真的好久不见。美国还好吗？美国很好啊，但我还是很开心回到台湾。我也很开心看到你。谢谢你来接我
，不客气，小事情，还是很谢谢你啊。你在飞机上有吃东西吗？没有哎，我都在睡觉。你饿了吗？有一点饿。你看我买什么给你？你最喜欢的锅贴？哇，真的假的？阿明，你好贴心。还好啦，赶快吃。Here's the slow version of the dialogue again, and one more time, I'd like you to repeat what you hear as exactly as you can. Xiao Li, you came back. Aming, long time no see. Really long time no see. The U.S. okay? 美国很好啊，但我还是很开心回到台湾。我也很开心看到你，谢谢你来接我。不客气，小事情。还是很谢谢你呀、啊！你在飞机上有吃东西吗？没有哎，我都在睡觉。你饿了吗？有一点饿。你看，我买什么给你？你最喜欢的锅贴？哇，真的假的？阿明，你好贴心。还好啦，赶快吃。Repetition is the key to progress, and I highly recommend building some kind of daily practice routine. Tomorrow, I'll publish just the dialogue by itself to help you with that, and in the next episode, we'll translate the whole dialogue line by line. In the meantime, see if you can discover or notice anything new during future listens. Thank you for listening to the first episode of season two of Mandarin from the Ground Up. I would love to hear what you thought, whether it's something that spoke to you, or you felt confused about something, or if you have any suggestions for how to make it more useful for you. You can always reach me at hello at mftgu.com. And if you're one of those listeners who sent me an encouraging email or message over the past year to let me know how Mandarin from the Ground Up was helpful for you, thank you. Your message meant a lot to me.